Welcome to the Bonfires of Social Enterprise with me, Rami. Yep, you have me for another conversation with an innovative social enterprise. On this episode, we talk with Matt and Lenny from a new platform called Jonesy. Find out how they got their name and how this all began. They both moved back to Michigan from other experiences in social enterprise around the globe to create this great community rental program. Let's drop in now on the entire conversation. Okay, so we've got Lenny and Matt here, guys, on the show with us. So let's talk about what's Jonesy. Great question. Take it away, Lenny. Well, Jonesy's uh, it's a platform that lets uh, people list anything that they might have that they don't use all the time, and they can list it on Jonesy, and someone in the area can rent it from them. Uh, you, know, you make a little extra money, and someone in your area doesn't have to go drain their savings account buying the item they can just rent it for a couple days or however long they need it and you know they both win so uh for our listeners in some of the other countries when we say platform that might be like a digital platform an online platform right exactly okay great and so how did you guys come up with this idea well uh i would me and my wife girlfriend at the time just moved into our house uh, I will, it was like the first nice day out here in Michigan and everyone was out riding their bikes or running and I just really was craving a bike ride and we went to the store. I realized like a decent bike was like anywhere from 600 to $800. I mean, I could have bought them, but I knew I would end up with buyer's remorse or we wouldn't end up using them and they'd be in the basement and our house is kind of small. So it's like more things taking up more space and we were sitting on the porch we didn't end up buying the bikes and i saw our neighbor that they, they came in him and his wife and they were on their bikes and i was like how cool would it be if i could just give them like 20 dollars? i'd use their bikes drop them off when we were done he made a little side cash to go out to dinner with and we got our bike ride um so like as the night went on i kept on thinking about it next day i called Matt and I was like, listen, I think I have something here. I want to know your thoughts. Matt was our, you know, was my entrepreneur friend. So, you know, I felt like it was appropriate to reach out to him and just, you know, play the idea off of him. And we kept on talking about it and we ended up talking more about it and we're like, should we do this? And I was like, I'm like, yeah, how do we, how do we do this? And he's like, well, I'm going to build a landing page and, you know, let's gauge what our networks think if you know if they think it's a good idea maybe we discuss it more and that's exactly what we did yeah the virtual world of pop-up the the opposed to the retail pop-up is the virtual pop-up is the landing page isn't it right exactly (laughs) so good yeah yeah so did you ever ask your neighbor for the bike or it was just like it just planted that idea I recently I told him about it because he keeps on wondering why there's so many cars parked in front of my house I'm like (laughs) Well, I had an idea because I saw you riding your bike. He's like, oh, I'm drunk. No kidding. That's so good. What did he think of it? Loves it. <laughs> well, good. So what happened when you guys started that? So you put up a web landing page and. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was like, that was day one. And, and that was sort of like, we were sort of like, okay, how can we default to action right now? How can we try to validate whether or not we're, other people are going to be just as excited about this idea as we are? 
Um, so quickly put up that landing page and just pushed it out on social media. So we, Lenny and I both made a, a post on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and it was basically like the URL was just DetroitRentalsInc.com. And the text on the landing page just said, rent anything from anyone in your area. And literally like went on Google and just searched for a garage. And that was the image of it. So it was just an image of a garage and said, rent anything from anyone. And we're like, I don't know. Like maybe this is good. This is all we need right now to see if people are actually going to be attracted to the idea. And we posted on social media and we started getting phone calls and text messages and people were leaving comments and um, people were saying, oh my gosh, I want to list my camping equipment or I want to rent a belt sander so I can build a coffee table. Um, and I think the idea then expanded beyond what we originally even thought it, it could be because of everyone else's excitement. And we were like, this is less about us and this is more about like building something for everyone else around us because it seemed like there was demand there. So we kind of just looked at each other and we we're like, okay, like we actually have to do something, right? Like we have to figure out how to build the actual platform so that people can list stuff and rent things. And I don't have a background in, in writing code or programming, nor does Lenny. So the first, one of the first things we did was we jumped in the car and we went to Ann Arbor and we're basically at U of M's campus in the, um, Computer, computer science, computer science building, trying to look for uh, developers and you know, oh knocking That's on the so shoulders of different students. We were like, "Hey, you look like you might know something about programming. Like, would you be interested in helping us?" And it was just like, "No, no, you guys are weird. Like, I want nothing to do with this. Like, we had zero credibility. We're just like kind of two guys that showed up to this college campus and talked to probably fifty to twenty <laughs> people. Tried following up." Playing like, little games of foosball. <laughs> and like nothing worked. And then we, so we were like, all right, back to the drawing board. Like yeah. we, we need to find a programmer, but we just don't, we don't have one. So uh, we ended up posting something on Upwork, which is essentially if you're looking, you know, for a freelancer, if you want to be a freelancer, um, then you can, then you can sort of get connected to people that way. And, and that's when we found Andy and Andy is a co-founder of, of Jonesy. And um, he is just, Sort of a godsend. Uh, he's an amazing dude. He's a prodigy. He's self-taught. He's wow. Never says no. And if he doesn't know how to do something, he teaches himself how to do it. And yeah. yeah. Um, uh, no is not in Andy's vocabulary. Yeah. Um, another, another cool fact about uh, the day up to Ann Arbor was also the day we figured out the name. Totally. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the name. I still remember that day so clearly. It's a magical day. Yeah. It was a very nice thing. Yeah. Let's go there. Uh, well, yeah. We were just playing off that idea. We're like, you know, the landing page, we can't we can't keep it Detroit Rental Inc. forever. Um, it's we want to be more than just Detroit one day and you know, that's just not a name to go with. So we for like weeks we were just going back and forth of names, which is which is like probably the most fun of uh, you know, doing your own businesses and naming your baby. Uh, yeah, right. And you don't want to do it lightly. So it took a couple of weeks, but it, that was the, or a week or so. And we drove up to Ann Arbor and we were playing off each other. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you thinking? Like, keep up with the Joneses or like, even then it's like Joneses. Like, yeah, I've heard that term before. That's cool. But I'm like, that's also like, I'm jonesing to go on a bike ride or like, you're just yeah. like, you go do something. Um, so like we kept on playing with Joneses and then turned into Jonesy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so catchy and easy. 
Yeah. It's refreshing. It's got like this refreshing feel, but I get it. It's a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, I think that was a big goal for it too, is that uh, what we've realized with Jonesy and, and, you know, people that are actually listing stuff and renting it out to other people is there's kind of like a level of discomfort involved in, you know, something that, that you own, that you love, you had, there's probably some form of sentimental value there. And to be willing to rent it out to someone in your area, there's like a little bit of discomfort. So the way that we're really focused on building a brand is, is all around trust, right? Mm. And when it comes to the name Jonesy, we just think it's fun, it's play, playful, it's trustworthy, um, it's approachable. And we just felt like it was, it was, as soon as we came up with it, we were like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. So, Yeah, that's so good. How did you... Um how did you come to realize that there is this sort of awkwardness of about people renting out their private stuff? It sounds so good in theory, but when right. you go to like, say, Oh, wow. Am I going to let that go out to someone I don't know? Right. Uh, everyone was like, I, cause I showed your site to a bunch of people. I was super excited after I met you and cool. thank you for like, doing Oh my that. gosh, that's awesome. And then they're like, I go, so what could you post on there to rent? I was like trying to be action orientated and yeah. And they're like, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Like, does the stuff come back? And all of a sudden they were posing all these questions. I'm right. like, wow. So how did you, did it just organically start to come up as you asked people? Yeah. And that's exactly how it, like, so like we said, we put up the landing page, we put up the idea of the, what we were going to be working on. And that reaction was awesome. People had so many ideas. I mean, today people are still connecting dots to, for me, how Gen Z can be used. But it wasn't until like we actually started building the site and testing the site where I would go to my friends and I'd be like, all right, well, look, you love the idea. Let's, let's start some, let's start listing some things. And they're like, Ooh, yeah, about that. Uh, I don't want to rent anything. I like the idea, but I don't want to rent anything. So there's going to be, we're going to have to build a very trustful company and you know, yeah, that's what it's going to take. Like, it's more than just like the idea. You have to build a company that people rely on and people that trust when I'm going to put it up that, you know, my things are secure. Like, if something happens, I'm going to be okay at the end of it. Uh, and so we had to really go to the drawing board of how, how, how do we make that happen? How do we ensure everyone's happy at the end of the day? And, right. You know, it's still, still getting tweaked out every now and then, but I think we're there. Yeah. Yeah, but I think you guys are hitting on something that's so um, it's so important for us to address as a society. I mean, we're a bit too attached to our stuff. I mean, 100%. for Absolutely. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think, Absolutely. you know, and it's we can't be in this place of like, oh, I've hoarded enough, therefore I'm going to give it to the charity. Like there is this middle space, you know. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> nothing sure. wrong with that, but like stuff you only use once a year or twice a year you know or whatever that could be available so one question I had and I'm like diving in for me personally is yeah we use I noticed on your site you're starting with a geographic area right is it Oakland County of Michigan yeah it's primarily uh southeast Michigan okay so, yeah yeah so one of the uh, questions I had personally is my husband and I moved way out in the, we are on the very, um, the western, northwestern tip of Oakland County. Like we're like way okay. up there. We moved way out in the rural area from the city and, and uh, we had a bunch of stuff and we thought, so how does that work? Would people, if, if you live on the edge of an area, 
yeah. want to put your stuff on there? How does it work to get the stuff to people? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that is sort of up to the lister. I mean, you as the lister, um, we really hope that people are going to be, um, people that are listing these things are going to be super motivated to do what it takes to help out the renter. But at the end of the day, we also think that the renter should be motivated enough to go to the lister to pick up those items. So, so either way. Yeah. So if I'm renting something from you, I think sort of the default is that I'm going to come get it from you. And then when I'm done with it, I'm going to drop it back off to you. Um, but there might be some cases and we're just not sure yet because I don't think we have enough data. It's still super early. Like, I mean, we launched, you know, we launched our beta two months ago. So, uh, we're still sort of in this phase where we're figuring stuff out and we don't necessarily have all the answers, but we're, we're starting to build assumptions. Um, so as a default, yeah, the renter would go pick up the item and then when they're done with it, they would go drop it off as well. So we'll see. That's a test yeah. for me to like put yeah, something up on at the edge of yeah. the theory the about Southeast Michigan here. here. See? <laughs> yeah, exactly. See what happens. I'll be your test case. Yes, right, yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Well, so what are you noticing from a social perspective? There's always, in my opinion, there's when you're doing social enterprise, there's always sort of that initial inspiration and thought. And then yeah. there's the reality of all the other things that you find and discover ripple off of that. Yeah. What are you what was your original and what are you starting to witness? Yeah. So, I mean, I think one of the originals for me was just the fact that it can really help people save money, you know, yeah. and a lot of, I mean, for me personally, I was in a situation when I was working on um, a socially conscious company out in Los Angeles and there were um, months that were really, really tough. And on those months that were really tough and I was sort of like running out of money, I wanted to leave town and go camping but I didn't necessarily have all the camping gear. And that was the type of situation where if I needed a bundle of camping stuff, it would have been really, really expensive for me to go out and get it. And if I were able to just rent that stuff from my neighbor for a much, much lower cost, it's something that I only wanted to do once or twice a year and would save me just so much money. And that was as soon as Lenny called me and told me the story about wanting to rent a bike, that's, this, that's the thought and that's the story that I immediately went to. So I think for a lot of people, it could just be really helpful in terms of gaining access to more stuff that you need just for a day or two. And I think that a lot of people are waking up to this thing where, where the, th the physical things in our lives aren't that valuable and it's really the experiences that we have. And I think that, you know, just people in general are waking up to this thing where we just want access. We don't necessarily need ownership. Ownership over all these products and things aren't what make us who we are. And we want to have really valuable experiences with the people that we love. So that immediately for me was like, if this can save people money and allow people to, to you know, gather experiences with the people that they love and do new things, then then, you know, it's good. Jonesy is going to allow people to live better lives. I love that. You can accumulate so much stuff that you're busy taking care of your stuff. And yeah, totally. That's yeah. been a sort of a generational problem from people older than me. And all right, I'll confess I'm 50. Okay. So I'm not <laughs> the baby boomers, but like, yeah, that's, it's been the school transition. I was blessed early on to do mission work around the globe. So I had a different, yeah you on accumulating stuff it seemed yeah. like really um it seemed like literal baggage to have that much stuff like i was always in this mode of like wow i gotta transport this somehow it's not coming with me you know so <laughs> i get what you're doing but it's a that's a big pivotal change for some folks you know totally. yeah and the great Especially thing the about folks with all the stuff 
All right. Yeah. The great thing about John Z is you don't have to let go of it. You know. Yeah. You, it comes back. So like you're not selling it. You're you're helping someone else out. And that's why I tell them, do you want to help someone? Like. Yeah. I so I mean. A great Jonesy listing would be if you're walking around your house and you look at something like, should I get rid of it? Or ask yourself, do I use this every day? And if you don't, then you can probably list it on Jonesy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that, that for me uh, on your question was... The social impact. Oh, the social impact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, for me, it was just like, even like just if we could even the playing field a little bit um like i always say to the team is like let's never let any of these prodigies fall through the cracks um there's people out there who just don't have some of the same opportunities we have and that's you know trying guitar or playing soccer or being a hockey goalie like you know i was lucky enough in life to be able to do that but not everyone has that opportunity and I kind of want to give everyone that opportunity because I don't want to miss out on the the next Jimi Hendrix because he couldn't, his family couldn't afford to let him try out the guitar. Um, with Jonesy, now his dad, you know, might, might be able to let him try this, his new weekly passion until he finds out what he likes. Um, but yeah, there's, just, yeah. there's so many benefits to renting. Yeah. I'm deciding to realize it after having an idea. What are... Um... What are some of the things that you're surprised it rented? Like, was there anything that went on there? That like, hmm, I wonder if that will rent. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I mean, also, so just to give you an idea, we're still, uh, we just launched a couple months ago. We've had four total, just four total transactions on the marketplace take place. Uh, the first one was, I don't think it was too unexpected. It was just a carpet cleaner. Someone wanted to rent a carpet cleaner, um, you know, and, and it was simple as that. I think, Maybe the, the storage space one yeah. is the most the interesting. So I actually, um, so we're in my apartment right now and my apartment has a basement and we started listing our own spaces. So we listed my basement and uh, my garage and Lenny listed his basement and, and we're sort my of- weddings, I had a wedding last summer. So I, a lot of our wedding decor, I rented out my table numbers. That yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this the this just sort of like the spaces in general is really interesting. And there was a woman that was looking to store plants that she wanted to replant outside once it's no longer winter. So she needed a place to store them for a couple of months with a little bit of sunlight. So I now have about 25 large potter plants in my basement. So, so great. So I essentially, you know, rented out my basement to this woman. And, you know, you know, if you would have asked me six months ago, what, what would have been the, you know, one of the first four rentals, I never would have said it's going to be my basements. With some <laughs> yeah. I love this. Like, it brings me back to the sense of village, you know, connecting us. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's, I, that's also just in terms of like the, the socially conscious aspect of everything that we're doing is, um, you know, we spend so much time in our own homes and just sort of going from point A to point B that like, if you really, and maybe you can even, you know, ask yourself this question too, is like how many people on your street do you know? And do you talk to on a regular basis? And maybe it is a lot of people, but for me, I only know a handful of my neighbors. I probably only know like 10% of the people that are on my street because we drive up, we go into our homes, 
you know, we're busy with our everyday lives. We're just like sort of stuck on this wheel. And I think the cool thing about Jonesy is, is it's really connecting you to a lot of the people that are close by um, and gaining you access, not just to their things that you might need for a day or two, but also gaining you access and a, sort of like a connection point to everyone that's, that's within a proximity of you. Yeah, there's something about meeting your neighbor where you, uh, you feel accountable too. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think that's sure. such a good thing. You know? Yeah. And you know, with Jonesy, we're all about building a tribe. We don't see the people that sign up for Jonesy as users, tribesmen. They're part of our tribe, or this ever-growing community. And I feel like with your neighbors and how Matt said, like you only do. I, I, I call it the rule of like right, left, and straight across. It's like majority of people. That's that's who they know in the neighborhood. So true. Be lining it into something. But uh, you know, we, we kind of want we want. We want you to know your neighbor, you know, block parties, get together, it's build new relationships. So there's, yeah. Yeah, so where, I, I know you've just sort of got this going, but sure. where could this go? Like, I know, I guess instead of saying, what are your, what's your vision? Like, what are the possibilities of where this could go? Yeah, that, I mean, that's a great question. And that's a thing that we talk about so much, you know, we spend so much time thinking about that. And when we first came up with this idea and we first just sort of, you know, had the courage to, to push it out there and tell people, hey, like, here's our idea. What do you guys think? Um, I, th I think it was just sort of like the outpouring of excitement from other people that, that really got us going on it and really thinking big, you know? Um, so with Jonesy, like we're thinking, th we're thinking really, really big, but we're executing super small and we're just focused on Detroit, Metro Detroit and Ann Arbor. Um, and we really want to see what we can do here. But in terms of vision and, and where it can go, we really see this as if we can be successful here and if we can get people to rally behind us here um, and we can create this, this tribe of people that really believes what we believe and thinks that, you know, um, we consume too much and we be, should be sharing more than we actually are, um, then this could be a global platform. And, you know, in terms of the channels, I, I think anyone's guess is as good as ours. Um, but I think that it could be everyday household items. It could be, um, things that we probably haven't even thought of yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just never know with seasons too, what people are going through in their seasons For sure. as they age, they could go, you know, as your tribe ages, different things will get traded back and forth. I love, I love sort of this old fashioned idea of trading, you know, Yeah, I do. I love it. Cause like you said, Lenny, at level sets, you know, in Pontiac, there used to be this place called Indian Hill. And it's kind of the top of Woodward and um, it got renamed Saginaw or something, but it was where everybody came to trade. They'd come all the way up Woodward from the port oh, so cool. trade. Yeah. It was called Indian Hills, the trading post, and it's now downtown Pontiac. But Super cool. Little, yeah, just a little kind of thing. So it just reminds me of this essence of, of trading and um, and I love that. I mean, we have to have some cash for each other too, but it puts cash in each other's pocket, but it repurposes our assets and resources. I love that. Bring back the post. What? I said bring back that post. That sounds like a great idea. I, would love <laughs> I know, right? Well, you guys are in a digital way. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love that. And it kind of goes with this preset of like the Airbnbs and all of this that sort of the forerunners of all this. What, what item would be too small, do you think, uh, for people to list? Like you said, as of right now, it, it, uh, Jonesy, we're a little more spread apart, so you got to take that in, uh, into consideration. 
if it's not worth your time, if it's easier for you to go buy it than rent it, you're going to go buy it. Right. We're not there yet to like really think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go straight sure. to renting. So it's going to take some time. And the longer Jonesy's around, the easier that's going to become and the smaller the ticket can become. Yeah. The longer we're around, the more people that start using it, the more things we have in the marketplace. So eventually one day, the end goal for me is to literally be able to walk out of your house and go down the street and rent something from your neighbor and come back home. That's so good. It's going to, it's going to take some time and some hard work and we're going to have to change a lot of ways of thinking to get to that point. So it's going to be yeah. a exciting road down that. A disruptor though. That's good. Yeah, sure. yes. yeah. It takes a minute for the rest of the world to catch up. Cause I think us disruptors, I think we're what only like 13% of the world. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Us it's normal, right? We're like, ah, okay. let's just do yeah. a good idea. And people are like, wait, I've got to watch this for a while and exactly. see how this turns out. And I get it. We got to, Love them into the try, right? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to share right now? Because we'd love to like kind of keep checking with you as this ongoing documentary of your story. Yeah. Uh, that would, over that time. For sure. Uh, and uh, see what happens. Because I have a feeling at, things are going to take uh, giant steps. In, yeah. like, I mean, uh, even now, like, I'm like, remember when that happened? And he's like, yeah, a week ago. I'm like, so much happens in every <laughs> week now that I feel like it's months. I'm like, that was so long ago. He's like, three weeks ago. I'm like, wow. Oh. Like, still every day is like something new and crazy coming our way. And it's so exciting. And I've had so much fun doing it. And it's just given me a new passion for life, really. It's yeah, been yeah. the best experience I've, that I've ever had. Well, I love this idea just from a, you know, we work so hard to try to get capital to people. And this is such a low cost startup. It's like using yeah. people's resources to help connect and it's, you're getting potentially paid for doing good. It's yeah. like the ultimate good social enterprise. It definitely is for sure. Yeah. yeah. So for uh, the listeners and you don't have to disclose your personal, your your particular one, but what would be ideas if they were going to do something in their country or this, that, uh, what are potential revenue models around this? Could they maybe take it part of the fee or how, what are some of the revenue models you looked at um, mm. for this business? Yeah. And so are you, you're asking how, how, sort of how we make money? Yeah. And you don't have to disclose yeah. your personal no, no, no. one if you of don't course, want no. to, um, it's up to you, but yeah, no, we try to be as transparent as possible about all of this stuff. Um, just to give people ideas. Of uh, course. Yeah. So, so, um, and we, we really, so we talk about, people talk about brainstorming, right? And it's like, you sit down at a table and you talk about ideas. Uh, we came up with a new term. It's called sandstorming. And it's when you brainstorm too long and you no longer, everyone is just confused. <laughs> all, of your, all of your ideas are sort of blurry and everyone's like, okay, we all need to take a step back here. Like, Gosh, let awesome. the dust settle and come back to the table. And when it came to like fees and all of that, we definitely sandstormed. Like, you know, we, we talked about it at length for so long, um, but I think it was for the right reasons. You need a sandstorm sometimes because you need to take it down that rabbit hole that far just to know you didn't miss anything. <laughs> All right. And you just took it, you know what you're sandstorming when you took this idea to a whole new level and no one knows where it's. So you got to take a step back and then go over the highlights and make a decision from there. And yeah, so I mean, the, the quick answer there is that we take a total of 20% from every transaction. And that's we, good. 
And we take uh, 5% from the renter. So if you're renting an item from a lister, then we're, um, we're gonna be charging you 5% on top of that, which is actually, we don't, we don't charge a tax because all of this stuff is done online. So we're actually charging the renter less than what they would be charged for a sales tax. Um, and that's just for credit card processing and a little bit of customer service. And then we take 15% from the lister um, because we're essentially like setting them up in a way where yeah. we're kind of running a business, right? Oh yeah. We're really approaching this and thinking, okay, how can we get some power users or some people that are going to list just about everything in their house? They're going to list their car, their their trailer, their RV, their bikes. Uh, they're going to list their basement so people can store stuff in it, and they're going to have maybe you know, 20 to 25 different listings and they're going to focus on Jonesy as a, a great revenue source for them. So with that said, we, we take that fee because they're setting it up as a business and, um, you know, we need that money to continue to operate and set them up for success. Yeah. We want you to make enough cause we want you to be here. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I speak that life over you right now. Like this is a good idea. And I, I just come against this idea of social entrepreneurs not um, charging enough for, to keep them going. I mean, first to make all, it a great platform is like we yeah. talked about the number and what, what, when we say sandstorming, it was, what is that percentage we need to make sure that we can always, as we grow, keep up with customer service and make it a very great platform that people don't forget about or use once or have a bad experience. There was a lot more that kept on coming to make sure we could take care of all that. And we finally got to a number where it made sense. Um, I was like saying the great thing too is like, we only, we only get paid when you get paid. So, you know, our team is out there trying to, trying to get you rentals and try to make it a thing of value in your life. That's so good. There's always, things are always more expensive running a business than you think. Oh my God. People so, show me their budgets. I'm like, that's awesome. Add, just like double that. You're probably in the ballpark. Right. For sure. <laughs> yes, so true. That's how I, I was quite naive with, uh, with my first business, uh, making backpacks, selling backpacks. We've, we've talked about this in the past. I was making backpacks, uh, in factories in Los Angeles and your purchase helps provide scholarships for, for students. Um, a business called Stone and Cloth. And when I first started that company, I didn't think anything about margin. I was just, you know, I was like, I want to sell a backpack for, you know, or I want to make a backpack for 25 bucks and I want to sell it for 50 and I want to take that other 25 bucks and I want to donate it to, to charity. And it was like, it took like so long for people to be like, that doesn't make sense, Matt. Like you can't give all of your money away to charity to try and put kids through school because a you're not going to be able to pay for the business expenses you're not going to be able to pay yourself you're not going to be able to pay your rent and you're not going to be able to eat so that or like and scale and grow the business and get security right so yeah. it was it was just you know it was like a really um it was it was finding that balance is is really challenging you know because i think that there are so many people that truly just want to build something that's valuable to the world and they're like oh i don't need money i don't care about money i'm not motivated by it but at the end of the day, there's just a certain amount of money that you need to make in order to really focus on the work and to have a positive impact in the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't fully live in a trade culture yet. So right. you have to have right. some dollars, you know, in the U.S. anyway. It's really a 
it's really a fun thing. And I think you're right. For those of us who um, money is not our idol, we're just viewing it as a tool. We can right. almost do the opposite and minimize how much we really do need. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, actually, <laughs> right. I need more. Like, right. I had to have some part. My sister came on as my partner because I would tend to like give away the shop. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, we'll do it for yeah. free. Oh, yeah. I was always doing that. And she's like, no. Right. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Yang to your yang. Right, right. Even yeah. my 25 year old son, he's like, Mom, like, you gotta stop doing this. <laughs> I was like, Whoa, okay, I'm getting checked from my son. So, right, well, people uh, are just givers. It's just in us. Yeah. I'm the same way. It's like, oh, you need yeah. something right here. You go. <laughs> right, right. I know. So, this is good to have that element of sharing, but it's good to have, <laughs> you know, it's good that we use the tools. We still need tools to make it all go wild. You guys, this has been so awesome talking to you. How would um, one of the listeners maybe reach out to you? How would they find you on website, social media? How would they list something? Yeah, so you can list something at uh, jonesy.com, and we recommend anyone that's listening to go to jonesy.com and to sign up um, and get in touch with us directly. Like I said, we are in beta right now, so we're looking for all the feedback we can get. If there's anyone that wants to reach out and has ideas for us or wants to become a part of the tribe, uh, we welcome them with open arms. So jonesy is J-O-N-E-Z-I-E.com. Uh, we also... Um, have um, an Instagram and a Facebook, so you guys can follow us there. Uh, but we do really encourage people to sign up on jonesy.com. And people can also just email us if they want to chat. Uh, it's just matt at jonesy.com and lenny at jonesy.com if anyone wants to chat. Uh, more than happy to talk to people and just sort of, you know, spitball ideas, whatever it might be. Feel free to call me, 248-533-411. Say that again, what's that number again? It's 248 533-2411. I thank you for offering that. That's so awesome and generous of you guys. Yeah. So let's close out talking about this pineapple and this long table concept. So uh, yeah. pineapple is important to you. And let's gonna land on that as we close out. Yeah. Um, so the, the pineapple is, well, the first thing that we always talk about is uh, we want to create longer tables, not taller walls. And uh, sort of like we talked about earlier, we really want to uh, create a platform that allows people to connect with, with others around them. And what we've realized is that we at some point um, learned that the pineapple is a symbol for hospitality, warmth, welcome, and good luck. And we want um, Jonesy to be this open platform uh, that's completely inclusive. And when anyone becomes a part of the tribe by signing up for Jonesy, we want them to feel warm, welcome, and uh, hospitable. So uh, that's that's our symbol. It's really actually in the process of becoming our logo, um, but it's watermarked all over our website right now. And Don't see them everywhere. Um, that feeling of, of hospitality is what we want everyone to feel when they become a part of, of Jonesy. Aww. That's good. Well, thanks for uh, landing us on that. Yeah. And, uh, I look forward to coming back and hearing more of your story. Thank you so much, Ryan. Thanks for being on the show, thanks you for guys. Thanks, Matt and Lenny. We would encourage everyone to give it a try, especially if you live in Southeast Michigan. We look forward to seeing what happens with this great platform. That reminds me, I better get to listing my stuff right now. While I'm doing that, I'm going to leave you with another great artist's song provided to us by our friends at Assemble Sound of Detroit. 
Please meet Estray in his song, My Empress. Until next time, keep those bonfires burning. Stay.